millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hello there. This is James. And what you're about to listen to is a special, slightly different Football Book Club episode to normal which was first released at the beginning of January 2024 to the Football Book Club Club. Every fortnight, the Football Book Club Club receives an exclusive bonus episode just like this one, which regular Football Book Club listeners won't have access to. So if you'd like that and much, much more, make sure you head to patreon.com forward slash football book club where you can sign up for just £3.50 a month. That's patreon.com forward slash football book club. Enjoy the episode. Hello, Football Book Club listeners, and welcome. <laughs> it really Sorry, jarring. it was too. It, I, I, I said I three words. I said three I know. words. <laughs> You've just become accustomed to you going hello like that. I know. So, yeah. so whenever it's when different, go, and whenever it's this guy, I'm like, oh god, what's he gonna do? <laughs> this, is, this is Story James. The other news oh, is autobiography James. I hate story. James. Well, he's here to stay, whether you like it or not, my little friend. <laughs> and the doors all. and window are locked. <laughs> and welcome all to another edition of everyone's favourite football book club spin-off. That's right, it's story time, where instead of reading an autobiography, we all go around the group and bring a lovely football story to tell each other. And speaking of which, I'm joined by three very lovely storytellers. Say hello, Jack Bernhardt. Hello, Jackman. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I just want to go and see my wife and kids. No time for that. Uh, say goodbye. Uh, say, uh, say hello, Natasha Frisco. Hello. <laughs> want to get down now, please? Uh, and say hello, James Belgium. Hello. I like it. I prefer this. Yeah. It makes me feel safe. I, 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 must, I, I don't like it either. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not like a big it. fan. But I'm glad that you like it, James. I, I just call you up in the future when I call you up. I just do that voice every single time. Helps <laughs> talk you to sleep. Your CBB's voice. My CBB's yeah. voice. Yeah, my Milf Hunter voice. I think we just we called it. <laughs> yeah, we decided we <laughs> call it the first time. Oh, that was a yeah. long time ago. Wow. Do we know what? I can't remember. When we win, what do we get called again? Have, we written it? Have you written oh, it down? Oh, we will be back. Oh, don't worry. I've written that down. Okay. Oh, we'll be revealed <laughs> in a second. But uh, it has been a long time. We haven't done an episode of Storytime. This series, which means we haven't done one, I think, uh, for a year and a bit, year and a half yep. or so. So we're all happy. <laughs> oh, that, that answers my next question. Happy to be back in Storytime mode? No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Tash, James? I am. Yeah. I, I'm um, very much, I, I will come to it when it's my turn, but I am feeling a little under the weather today and this writing this really perked me up. Oh, there we go. That's oh. good. There we go. Mm. Restorative. Girded my uh, loins. And, well, okay. <laughs> like, oh no! It James, has gone, James is like the saw guy. Tash that has was, gone sexy. No, that was my that was, 
let's be honest the loin stuff was from my voice earlier on that's that was entirely yeah, good that, wasn't it, that, it was, that, yeah that was, was good my oh no james sure. your cbb's voice is good my loins <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the milf has been hunted <laughs> oh, um james you're indifferent james jack really hates it tash really loves it indifferent james what story time yeah oh, i like story time okay i like good. old story time see james is yeah. positive why can't you all be positive yeah. um it's yeah. gonna be very good fun we've got james four is the only one who's stories. gonna make this out alive <laughs> yeah. he's played the game before um it's been <laughs> it uh we've got four lovely stories for you guys and uh, without further ado let's start story time and of course let's play the theme So, if you haven't listened to Storytime before, everyone on the show has been tasked with bringing a story to the group. Uh, the story can be old, it can be new, uh, it can be anything, really. It just has to be football-related, loosely football-related. Uh, that's the only rule. Has everyone got one? Yeah. Yes, sir. Everyone's brought one. Okay, I, I like the Stop sir. Him. I do like the sir. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah it's even starting to grow on me a bit, James. Grow up. Um... Uh, <laughs> 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 uh, <laughs> And at the end, we all vote uh, for whoever's brought the best story. And the best storyteller will be crowned King Story Person, winner of Hearts and Minds. You remember. <laughs> That's it! <laughs> That's, That's it. it. Well, Tash, you should know, because you've been reigning King Story Person, winner of Hearts and Minds, Oof. for over a year. And I plan on keeping my title. Yeah, yeah. How's it felt? <laughs> yeah. How's it felt? Is the crown it's weighed heavy? Heavy as the, heavy as the head that wears the crown. Mm-hmm. I did feel the pressure today. But I'm coming out fighting. Yes. <laughs> Last time you brought a uh, lovely, joyful story about Albanian people being criminals. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, a, story about, a story about the Albanian national team getting detained at Heathrow. Uh, it was a very good story. Uh, won the day. Uh, so, guys, you all know the, the heights that we often reach on this show. So uh, I'm expecting a strong, strong story time. Okay. Um, and Jack and my uh, only only James and Tasha ever been crowned. By the way, Jack and I never yep. have. So there's mm. a lot of pressure on our shoulders. Well, no but one's going to vote for you. Jack has been bigging his own up today. I, mm, we have a group chat, and Jack has true. been what talking was my big winner? game. Was that crocodiles in the mortar on the pitch. Yes, was it? it was possibly. It was. I loved but crocodiles yeah, around the but moat. But ba- 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 back to Jack the braggart. <laughs> yeah, uh, <that laughs> is, uh, Jack the huge braggadoshi Jack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think I've just I've just look, I don't wanna I don't wanna big it up too much. I don't wanna say it's I, I know that it's a great story and I feel <laughs> excited to tell you all about it. Interesting. Um, okay, that's good. That's good. And, uh, well I think I, 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 think I would just I would just like to call your attention to the message that you sent at nineteen nineteen yesterday. Oh timestamp it. I don't I don't want to oversell it, but I think I found the greatest story ever. Yeah, see Jack- <laughs> Jack has been running a PR campaign and for 24 hours, and none of us will be swayed by it. None of us will be swayed Formal by it. For consideration. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Taking out full page ads, it's great. You can't retell the, the crocodile moat one. We've done that one. Yeah. <laughs> what, what if it's on about Albanians being criminals near crocodiles? Ooh. What about that story? Ooh. That would be good, actually. That would be good. That would really be our wheelhouse. <laughs> um, and uh, let, let's get into it. Let's kick off. Uh, with the reigning champion, of course, <gasps> Natasha Frisco. 
It's, oh, I'm so, I'm, I'm first. I know. That's, I'm sorry. Okay, fine. I'm sorry. No, that's no good. one wants to go first. You know, Eurovision the, the, and all that. The King yeah, story time winner yeah. of Hearts and Minds must, as as must. the True. winner of all of our Hearts yeah. and Minds, you must free True. us. True. True. Yeah, lead by True. example. Okay. Well, <clears throat> so I did something bad. <gasps> I was trying to. I was trying to research some funny, interesting stories for story time because mm-hmm. the one I don't know if you remember the one that I did about Port Vale hosting a metal show. Mm-hmm. I that love is, that story. I think about that all the time. And Lemmy, Lemmy was involved. Lemmy, Lemmy, not Lemmy. Lemmy, Lemmy. Yep, yep. I wanted to do <laughs> something like <laughs> yeah, Lemmy yep. was not involved. <laughs> yeah. um, I wanted to do something along those lines, and then I found this amazing story about a prison in Uganda that's developed this league named after Premier League clubs, and now it's reforming offenders, mm-hmm. and it was going to have highs and lows. And then, like something from my wildest dreams, I found this amazing. Pulitzer-worthy piece from this PhD student at Harvard on how Nike has bottled the scent of cleats on a football pitch, pumps it into their stores to make people feel the emotion. I was going to do something like that. However, as you may have noticed, I'm feeling a little delicate today. You can probably see a sort of haunted look in my eyes. (laughs) And last night I went to see The Prodigy because my friend's band Softplay was supporting. Oh, yeah, yeah, Uh, yeah. They were very good. I should have said no, knowing we were doing this today, but look what they made me do. I have an 11 out of 10 hangover today. Mm. Champagne problems, I know. Mm. So instead of writing anything emotional and gorgeous, all I really wanted to do was lie horizontally on the sofa with a Nando's. Yep. So I decided to shake it off and Wait, do story time, hang Taylor's on. version. I was going to oh. say, I noticed, <laughs> I, the shake it off gave it away. But you said, look what you made me do earlier as well, right? I heard I that. Did. Oh, yeah. I, I have written this. I have bolded out all of the, there's so many hidden in this. So whoever can spot the most can get my prize. Oh, wow. Oh. So, I mean, unfortunately, it, it looks like our Taylor is not buying Notts County, which is a shame. That was yes. a rumor that was going around a few weeks mm-hmm. ago. And I was kind of ready to see a collaborate with Jake Berg or something. But next year, I'm going to see Taylor at Anfield and Wembley. So I thought I would see if there was anything that linked the two great loves of my life to see if I'm a mastermind or if my reputation would be sullied. Very good. Are you ready for it? Oh, I know that. Hey! <laughs> Me all going so, over I my th- head. <laughs> I, I thought Taylor said to have been on Mastermind. I didn't recognize that title. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Or like so, you just well, started doing Clive Myrie references. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just gets like further and further away from what you were saying before. Yeah. <laughs> so, sorry, Dad. Sorry, Dad. Sorry, Dad. <laughs> no. So anyway, as it turns out, Taylor has some very funny ties to soccer. I know mm. she's big NFL at the minute, but mm-hmm. I've got two bits to share for this story time. Two small bits, but they make one excellent story. Okay. So firstly, I want to talk about the weird parasocial relationship she's got with the Argentine national team and corinthians in brazil do you know about this no so firstly in argentina like football superstitions run really deep Mm -hmm. and a ritual has developed in argentina because the last time they qualified for the world cup the one that they went on to win it was taylor swift's birthday and the first goal happened on the 33rd minute which is how old she turned that day and the manager who everybody loves uh, used to wear the number 13, which Swifties know as her number. So when they went on to win, TikTok in Argentina decided that it was all because of Taylor and she was their lucky charm. And they started posting clips of the final edited to Taylor Swift songs, mm-hmm. particularly clips of Messi to You're On Your Own Kid, which is a bit weird. But then they, when they went so viral, 
The Argentine national TV channel, which is run by the government, every time the national team plays, doesn't matter at what level, if it's just a friendly or whatever, they put videos, they put Taylor Swift videos on the telly with edited clips of the game that reference the lyrics that are playing. And it's just oh, become this thing that they do. So, so this weird. last week, it was both the Eras Tour in Buenos Aires yes. and the qualifying match for the World Cup, both at the Estadio Mas Monumental. And the country went mad for it, obviously. The mm. TV channel aired hours of Taylor Swift edits all week to wish both Taylor and the national team good luck. How was it going? All too Badly. well. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> because it's her. Yes, she's the problem. It's Taylor. She ruined the bloody pitch. So which meant yeah. they had to relocate the match to La Bombonera. Oh yeah. At the very last minute, mm -hmm. which ruined all of the other superstition rituals that they have around the game. There's loads of them that they have at the other stadium that they just couldn't do. And it broke Argentina's winning streak. They lost 2-0 to Uruguay. It's the first game they've lost in ages. And it yes. gets deeper. So she's now in Brazil. Mm. Tonight, as we record this, Argentina are playing Brazil. The day after Taylor played in Rio. There was a national petition going around in Argentina that had nearly half a million signatures to get the game moved to further after the show to avoid the curse of Taylor coming again. Because if, yeah, which was unsuccessful because the match has taken place in like six hours. So let's see how that goes. But Corinthians fans on the other side love her. Do you know why? The uh, Taylor Swift rule. Okay. <laughs> so they had never lost a game on either side of her album releases up until the re-release of Speak Now recently when they lost 2-0 mm -hmm. to Sao Paulo. But that's pretty good going, right? Yeah. All these albums as a lucky omen. Mm -hmm. However, in the squad named for tonight, there are no Corinthians players on the Brazil team, which has led to TikTok petitioning the Brazilian manager to include Yuri Alberto, who is the only Corinthians player with a recent call-up to the national team, to see if they can gain the luck Argentina have just lost. Wow. Because that's how it works. It's Calling like, him up. given. Yeah. Okay. So there's even a blog dedicated to finding who the next Taylor Swift is. Now, her song, but the album didn't work for them. I'm sure. And you've the got, you've got to, that the, the scouts are all over. You need the another one, watching. right? Yeah. Yeah. So it's Rise Against is number one. Um, and then Bjork, their unluckiest release is Paul McCartney, believe it or not. Oh. So yeah, that's that's part one, but, yeah. which is mad. And it's literally bonkers. happening right and now. My next little love story is about the one who belongs with me. It's Jude Bellingham. So she this week, called Jude Bellingham? Yeah. <laughs> she should do. So this week he won the Golden Boy Award. Mm -hmm. You know, best player under 21 in Europe. It's big deal. Previous winners, Haaland, Mbappe, and obviously Messi. Mm -hmm. And yes, Jude is smashing it this year. He's had 13 goals in 14 games. He's a very deserving winner. But do you know what really helps your cause? Swifties. Oh, yeah. nothing they do better than revenge. Yes. So Tuto Sport did a Twitter poll about who should win between Jude and Barcelona's Alejandro Baldo. And while it is voted for by 50 sports journalists, they do take into account the public votes as well that are inputted online. And until mm. last week, Jude was trailing at around 20%, when a Swifty uncovered an old interview where Baldi says he doesn't like Taylor mm. Swift. Oh. I smell bad blood. Jude had 30,000 votes, and in just seven minutes of the tweet being posted, he had a hundred thousand new votes 
and rocketed to the top of the list. By midnight, he had 89% of the vote. Barcelona fan pages tried to compete. One even created a bot that automated votes for Baldi once a, once a minute. But they failed miserably against the Pirate of the Swifties and Jude ultimately ended up with 65% of the total votes cast That's and then bonkers. went on to win. That's so there so we go. Weird. Yes. Swift story time. Very good. Very good. <laughs> That's, That's incredible. Good. Yeah, but, it's yeah. it's it's um the power of the Swifties is incredible. I, I saw know, I saw crazy. a bunch of Spurs after that happened, I saw a bunch of Spurs fans pretend that Ange Postacoglu had said loads of positive things about Swifties. <laughs> So the Swifties voted in the in the uh, in the player, in the manager. The That's so embarrassing. <laughs> well, as a joke, yeah. It's funny. Okay, <laughs> if we're he's sure, he's definitely more of a Beyonce man. So yeah, exactly, I was going to say he's more of a Beyonce man. I'd Oscar say. Oh, he likes. Um, yeah. Who is it? He likes uh, Robbie. That's it. Robbie did that song for him. Didn't he? Oh, he, re- he rewrote uh, yeah. Angels for him. Yeah. I he know you lot trying to nick Matilda. The hey, Port Vale song. I know. Well, that's what. Yeah, Robbie, Robbie anyway. did it himself. I think he's very happy so to... So I did actually have an Easter egg that none of you spotted, but all through the episode, I've been drinking out of my Taylor oh, Swift yeah. cup. I'll be honest, that'll be lost on the listeners. <laughs> it will be lost on the listeners. And I imagine... But if anyone can count how many um, titles I hid in that little thing, then I'll oh. be very impressed. Okay. Oh, well, answer okay. on the postcard, guys. And uh, <laughs> very good. I'm trying to think of any Taylor Swift song to, to end it. <laughs> Uh, um, um, uh, you, oh, you've gotta, uh, you've I, I knew gotta, you were. I, I knew it would be trouble yes! ending this. Um, <laughs> fucking hell! But uh, that was a real love story. Uh, yeah. Shake, shake it that? off. Uh, <laughs> um, uh, thank you. Next, am I right? Bye bye bye. Yeah. Bye bye. <laughs> Don't go chasing waterfalls. <laughs> <laughs> right now, next, do we go Belgian or do we bring the story that everyone's been waiting for? Uh, the oh, Jack. I think we I should make that. make him do it last. So. Jack, oh, I agree. No. I agree. See if it can live to that. Yeah. So, I'm really worried yeah. about this, Mister Belgian. Okay. Our only other um, uh, previous Champion. king story person, king of uh, winner of hearts and minds. Yeah. I mean, it hasn't got the same. Amount of effort as Tasha's at all, but <laughs> if you're all right with that, good start. <laughs> I, I mean, actually, that was, I'd like to uh, wing it on the spot. Actually, if you could just come up with something else, that'd be great. To say, to say, Tasha's like extremely hungover. That's pretty impressive. Yeah, oh, that's you. true. That's that's D- what my, the King's my story hangover time cure does, is. Ex- yeah, my hangover cure is extensive research, as you can probably imagine. Oh, there we go. Like, this is this is my yeah. Yeah, <laughs> mine's take my me out. Friend. Oh, nice. I did watch a lot of 1% Club today, actually. Oh, I like that show. Lee Mack. Mm. Yeah, that's a good Mm. one, that. Yeah. I was so hungover earlier that I entered. Okay. Oh, wow. I was like, yeah, I could do this. I could do this. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Anyway. Mr. Bow Wow. Let's have your poorly prepared. uh, References I get in my story. Let's see if you can pick them out. Um, <laughs> there was no snow on the beach when Romania returned Way! to the World Cup in 1930. That's a good one. Very good. Extra Lana. Featuring Lana Del Rey. Um <laughs> Yeah, so basically, World Cup 1930, Romania returned. Um, one of the Romanians, Alfred Eisenbesser Ferraru, is the cool name. Mm-hmm. So he, on, the, on the journey back, uh, he was taken ill. During the transatlantic voyage, he was diagnosed with pneumonia. 
when when the boat reached the mainland, uh, they got to Genoa, uh, Genoa, and he mm-hmm. was left in Italy to recuperate. Mm. Anyway, a huge crowd gathered at Bucharest's Gara de Nord, which I think is a train station, right? Um, in France, sounds like it. In uh, <laughs> in Bucharest, okay, okay. Um, uh, <laughs> to to welcome the team back, right? And when his absence was noted, rumor spread that he had died in South America. Oh, <laughs> but nobody checked this. Oh no! With with the actual squad or any of the coaches or anything. So the squad dispersed around the country, returned to their lives and work. A distraught Mrs. Ferraru, his mother, <laughs> organized a wake, nobody <gasps> let her know, to mark the passing of her beloved son. Right on cue, on the morning of his own work, he returned home. What? No. His mother took one look at him and fainted. Not only was Ferraru not dead, he was, uh, this is weirdly worded, he was healthy enough to compete as a figure skater in the 1934 <laughs> and 1938 <laughs> European Championships. <laughs> and also in the 1934 championships, he was in the bobsleigh team. Wow! Good news, man. Wow. Wait, if you had pneumonia, the thing I wouldn't do immediately after is enter the Winter Olympics. <laughs> <laughs> it's like well, I'd hold back on that for a long time. This I, story is just ridiculous. I like the fact that they were like, "Where is he? Ah, he must be dead. <laughs> he just, must be dead." <laughs> yeah. Went around the whole country. Like, Why? did you hear about? Yeah, he died. And then, mum his yeah, mum got there and then why is that immediate the, the immediate assumption that he's dead like how did he slip by not only the huge crowd but the whole squad without <laughs> telling them mm. and also that the squad would be like well he's not here so i guess so, he's dead. So we're pretty happy that we we did very well at this world cup so we're not going to think about it but a player did die <laughs> <laughs> why didn't they let his mum know though that's the most important what was his name james it was alfred eisen Baser Ferrari. You, you know what? Sorry, Alfred can't come to the phone right now. <gasps> Why? He's because dead. he's dead. Uh. Oh, very good. <laughs> very good. And then his mum's like, "What?" And he's like, <laughs> no, "I was doing a, I was doing a future Taylor Swift reference." Mum, oh no! <laughs> Turning up at his own wake though. That's just true. That is he's so. Just like, hey, oh, what are oh all these sandwiches God. for? <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> this plane could use a bit of colour. Can I tell you? Yeah. <laughs> Mental. That's the end of the story, by the way. It's just ridiculous. I like. I yeah. liked it. It was short, sweet, and yeah. weird. Short, I sweet, mean, and weird. <laughs> just like the, the James Bond story. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mad. No, very good. Very good. Well, uh, we've had two stories so far, and we'll be back after the break when we will definitely be getting back together. In, in a few oh minutes. My God, right. just stop <laughs> trying. That's the last one. We won't be doing any more Taylor Swift references after. This, this. is him trying. Yeah. <laughs> 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 we are back on break with more stories, more stories, and more story time. So we'll see you in a few. Hello, James here, and we at Football Book Club want you. That's right, you to join something special, something exclusive. We want you to join the Football Book Club Club. The Football Book Club Club is the home of even more Football Book Club action. And now it's cheaper than ever to become a full member at just £3.50 a month. 
There's three tiers. By signing up to our Bookworm tier, you get an exclusive members-only episode of Football Book Club every fortnight, filling the gap between regular episodes with more book club fun and, frankly, a frighteningly deeper analysis of whatever book we're reading the episode. Plus, you get access to all the bonus episodes recorded so far. There's over 20 of them on there. Well, 20. And most excitingly, you'll get your hands on a special edition Money Can't Buy bookmark you can put inside your personal copy of Darren Huckabee's Hucks. All that for just £3.50 a month. For context, that's a tenth of the cost of a cameo message from Ian Dowie. And a cameo is what, 30 seconds? For that price, you get 10 episodes. That's three and a half hours of content. I dread to think what you have to pay to get three and a half hours of content from Ian Dowie. You'd have to remortgage your house. But I digress. And if that's still not right for you, if you really love the show, you can join the Super Bookworm tier. And if you like the show but don't want to pay that much, you can support the show for just £1 a month on the Casual Reader tier. You won't get the bonus episodes, but yes, you will get that bookmark. Head to patreon.com forward slash football book club for more details. So if you enjoy the show, please consider joining up. It really does help us to keep making the show because books don't grow on trees. They are trees, kind of. And trees are expensive. But the Football Book Club Club isn't. So join today at patreon.com forward slash football book club or by following the link in the episode notes. See you back at the clubhouse. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Welcome back to Football Book Club Storytime. Oh, I forgot I should be doing my voice. Welcome back, everyone. Ooh, no. <laughs> Sometimes he forgets midway through, and if you don't remind him, he'll just carry on. <laughs> I'll drop it. I'll drop it. He I got promise. distracted by Taylor Swift, and he became, he became all laddie again. <laughs> so, so far, we've had two, we've had two uh, stories. One from Tash about uh, Taylor Swift in South America and connections over there. And we've had James's story about a Romanian man who didn't die. Uh, I'm guessing he's dead now, though, right? I, I imagine so. I bet everyone he's, was at his weight, like, ah! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on, where is he? <laughs> he no. If, if he was um, in 1930, you said, right? That yeah. pro- probably would make him roughly the same age as Anne Ruffle, I guess, if he's still around. Because <laughs> <laughs> 1930, what, 90 years ago? Now that's a that's a rom com I want to see. <laughs> <laughs> but I'll move on to my story. Uh, story in a very loose, in a very loose way. But you know, um, I'm a big fan of when nineties uh, football meets naff nineties television. Uh, we've had it quite a few <laughs> yeah. times on the last uh, in this series. We've had quite a bit of it. Uh, the Ginola episode. 
He went on about seven 90s shows. Uh, <laughs> he went on Home of the Braithwaite. So he went on that show where he like pimped himself out to a bunch of rich, horny women. Uh, yep. <laughs> <laughs> and then was like, yep. they, they got completely the wrong yeah, end of the stick. I, I wasn't pimping myself out to horny women. <laughs> All I did was have sex with a bunch of women. <laughs> for money. <laughs> <laughs> on, on the Theo episode, uh, he went on All Star Mr. and Mrs. That's uh, true. Sheringham. Uh, was on the Masked Singer, which talked about. I even had Kevin Phillips in the past talking about how much he loves Emmerdale. So okay. <clears throat> naturally, I was looking up the strangest footballer cameos of all time uh, on TV and film. Uh, there's the usual suspects and all these listicles: uh, Beckham in King Arthur, Cantona, Frank LaBeouf, who've had a uh, you know quite varied acting careers. Uh, LaBeouf's like a star on the stage now at the West End in France. Really? Yeah, Good madly. Time. Um, then there's the then there's then there's the really weird ones, the really unusual ones. There's one where uh, Robbie Keane appeared on an old iteration of Mrs. Brown's Boys, apparently, oh. when it was over still in Amer- Ireland, not in America. Uh, and then the maddest one, uh, which is not I'm going to talk about, but the maddest one is uh, young Fitz Hall being in the Fifth Element, which is generally true. Fitz Hall, <laughs> young Fitz Hall is in the is that that's not that'd be a good enough story by itself. But young Fitz, there's nothing, there's no information about it apart from it's him. That's it. He's never talked about that's it. Bonk. It's yeah. not. This isn't like the uh, Jim Francozola. Um, no, um, total eclipse uh, of the heart. Yeah, it's no, and, and it turns out it's not him. It generally himself. is him. <laughs> it gen- it's a teenage it's not. boy. It's a teenage boy who sees. Uh, I, can't, I can't remember the bit it is, but a spaceship comes in. He looks at it and goes, <gasps> basically that's it, and that's it. It's Fitz Hall. But wow, it's another '90s footballer who tried his hand at acting. I want to talk about today. And I've got a clip that admittedly is quite hard to understand. Uh, and that's, you know, 50% quality issues, uh, 50% delivery issues, I would say, in terms of the delivering the line. It's difficult. So I want you to tell me, who is this paying a visit to the hospital in a 1998 episode of classic British crime soap, The Bill? Did you do something? Yeah, yeah, that's right. Uh, no, you are. Pleased to meet you. This is Roman Lesson, my personal agent. Really nice to meet you. Hi. Look, this is really good of you to come down, you know? I, mean, I can't believe it. I never thought you'd show up for a minute. How is she? What is her name? Laura? Yeah, it's Laura. Well, she's still uh, unconscious, I'm afraid, but uh, they're optimistic. Well, you know what doctors are like in here. They're always optimistic. You caught the man who did this to her? Yeah. Yeah, we did. We finally sorted it. There we go. <laughs> if you can work out what was happening there, that's our mystery player talking to one of the Sunhill police officers as they check up on a hit and run victim. But any idea who that mystery footballer is? I'm guessing is? he's French, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Just to okay. be clear, it was the Frenchman. It wasn't the, <laughs> the, other guy, the, the, the policeman talking. The policeman's got loads of charisma. You know who it is, James? Yeah. Let's have some who guesses first. Let's have some guesses first from Jack and Tash. Let's see what they okay. think. Okay. Um, first of all, I'd like to say that he was about as creepy as your um, story time. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> did you catch the man who did this to her? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so hang on, 1998, you say? Yes. Patrick Vieira. Okay, that's a very good guess. Very good guess. Tash, any thoughts? No. Okay. No thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> nah. nah. Patrick Vieira is it. a very good guess. Okay, I'll count. Uh, Emmanuel Petit. James, what was your guess going to be? Emmanuel Petit. Let's find out um, as our player goes to talk to the victim's dad. You're Emmanuel Petit. That's right. Hi. <laughs> well, this is uh, Laura's father, Alex. <laughs> I'm sorry to hear about your daughter. I'm sure she will give it up. 
I'm sure she will too. He did it. He did it. He fucking did it. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's right. But she is responding to certain sounds and well, things like that. They say that just holding a hand, talking to her, can't do her any harm, and that's mostly what me and her mother are doing. Just talking to her, just telling her things. I brought this for on a board signed by the team. I don't know what to say. Would you like me to sing for Thank her? Thank you. <laughs> what a nice guy. He brought a sign ball. But yes, you sign are right. Ball. Emmanuel Petit. Uh, and that is uh, the poor Laura, who's been hit by a car, her dad, sounding far more excited to meet Emmanuel Petit than he is sad about his daughter. <laughs> <laughs> I would say. And, the, and, and, and I, I said Merry Christmas through that. That's because this wasn't any old Bill episode. This was the 1998 Christmas special. Uh, and, I, and I was interested to see how it happened. Uh, yeah. and, and why it happened because you know Emmanuel Petit an odd choice like you know a big 90s player but you know <laughs> not quite in the same level of Ginola or you know Cantona or someone like that I would say in terms of like being a celebrity obviously mm. on the pitch just as a but like not quite the celebrity one so I looked it up um, to see how it all happened and I found these quotes from Emmanuel Petit I didn't know much about the bill <laughs> before I appeared in it for their Christmas special I'm not really sure how they came to use me <laughs> Um, so there we go good start already maybe it's because of the way I am <laughs> I, I had long hair which made me different to the other 99% of football players I just won the double with Arsenal and the World Cup with France so I guess I was pretty popular at the time they asked if I heard the show but I hadn't <laughs> so there we go didn't even know what the show was um, this is when it gets really odd um, <laughs> they asked me if they wanted me to be a part of the show as a guest and because of how much I loved Friends I thought it'd be the same with the bill. So I said, yeah, no problem. I'll do it. Oh, no. <laughs> now, so he thought he was going to be Brad Pitt and friends. He thought yeah. that. What now? Like, you need to watch maybe one second of the bill to be very clear that it isn't. <laughs> like, it's extremely <laughs> different to friends. Joey? I don't know. Yeah. I Chandler? Think, yeah. <laughs> Joey, Where yeah, are the <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Like, do you know that like, one of those notions, like studio audience and why everyone was wearing yeah. police uniforms? It's so... Why, why a girl had been mowed down in the first five minutes <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's not the funniest episode i say but yeah, yeah. sure i'll do it where is gunter <laughs> yeah. it's bizarre <laughs> logic but fair play to manu he went through with it um uh, and if you want to hear a little bit more about his experiences on the bill he said they said i'd have a few lines and all of a sudden i was just so nervous about the whole thing because my english wasn't great uh, but I couldn't go back on it. And it was nicely invited on something like that show as a guest. <laughs> you can kind of tell he's a bit nervous in the recording, I think. If you can hear what yeah. he's saying, which is very difficult. Um, it was very good. And it's not something I've thought about until very recently when someone I was working with in France over Christmas found the video and showed it to everyone. <coughs> My friend, I walked into the shop with a bouquet of flowers and I looked so thin and it sounded like I was whispering because I was so nervous about being on camera all the time. Oh. At the time, socks. they never called me back for a second appearance, though, and my appearance and my possible Hollywood career pretty much ended there. Of course, my Arsenal teammates took the piss out of me for it. <laughs> I used to do so many commercials back in the day, so the players were always printing out photos of me and putting them up in the dressing room. And finally, the best line of all, it was funny to be honest, it wasn't like any of them were jealous of me for getting to go on the bill. Me <laughs> <So there we laughs> <go. laughs> <laughs> at the end. The the bill was cancelled soon after that, wasn't it? it I think the, that night. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure. No, the bill went on. I want to see years. Martin Keown in the bill. I th <laughs> I think this is a, a trend we should bring back. There should be more footballers going on uh, NAF ITV programs. I think. Yeah. ITV was, or, just, ITV, or, or just or turning up in like like prestige dramas. Like if yeah. they turn up in. Oh like, yeah. In the crowd like, um, or something. Yeah, or like <laughs> turn up as Diana's ghost. You're like. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
James Milner <laughs> advising the Queen on uh, on Diana's death. I like it when they um, when they play themselves, though. I think it's more fun. I like the idea of them playing characters. I think any of them are good enough actors to do that. I like the no, idea true. of yeah, like you say. Eric Dyer turning up in Stranger Things. <laughs> he's going, I have yeah. no idea how he play himself then because he would be like zero when that shows out. But um, yeah. yes, um, that was it. That was how Emmanuel Petit ended how up. How did you that. find that? Uh, well, I, I, I think I, I think I did the stepping stones quite quite clearly. I think it's <laughs> but yeah, I, I was googling funny football cameos as I do every day, oh, cameos, even right. I'm not doing this. And yeah. Uh, yeah, I found that. And I also found a beautiful press shot photo which you can buy on ebay for 20 quid of emmanuel with his arm round uh the lady in a brace in the hospital i know what i'm getting you for christmas <laughs> thank you very much uh, i cannot <laughs> wait to open it and finally the moment we've all been waiting for oh no I can't, the story would... that was billed as what was it tash the greatest story ever told yeah that was oh, it. God, great story of all time. I was yep. so arrogant 24 hours ago. I'm <laughs> hearing your stories that are all really funny and good. I feel like I've I've instantly walked into a trap. Well, <laughs> but look, you know, I will stick my head into the lion's den. Yeah. Uh, one, one thing about Bernhardt, be... he doesn't back down. It's true. One thing about Bernhardt, he doesn't back Lionheart, down. Lionheart, you mean? Yeah, Lionheart, well, but Lionheart, Bernhardt. <laughs> Lions and heads are very relevant to this story. Oh, okay. Uh, But first of all, we have to go back to a momentous day in football history. Saturday, the 8th of August, 1998. You guys remember what you were doing then? It would have been just after the World Cup. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, Yeah. I'm not going to ask you to look Probably down Riverside Ice and Leisure. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> guess. Yeah, it was probably at Fenton Manor. Yeah, yeah. Pressing uh, James is pressing his face up against Missoula, saying, "One day, <laughs> I'll be able to get in there." So a very young Rio Ferdinand in there. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Well, sa- <laughs> <laughs> crack on with this story. Yeah. Saturday, the eighth of August, nineteen ninety-eight, was the creation of one of the greatest characters in football history. Oh. Uh, it was at the Vetch Stadium. In Swansea, um, Swansea football. Swansea wasn't doing particularly well. They were in, I think, Division Two at this point, and uh, a lot of the fans were going a bit restless. They were worried that their team wasn't doing very well, but they've been told that there was a lot of investment coming into the club, so they were expecting a couple of new faces, a couple of it start the season, expecting like big players to come through. What they got was a giant swan called Cyril the Swan. Mm. <laughs> Cyril the Swan was their mascot that the, the club had decided because they weren't doing very well they would try and get the glamour and excitement of the premier league by creating a mascot who would sort of entertain the crowd um and the fans were a bit like oh <laughs> great a giant swan this is a man in a swan costume it's the, basically the first he's the first like the masked singer like the mm. masked singer but he's he, it, uh, this was in 1998 when there weren't that many um, mascots around, mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. it was definitely the preserve of the NFL and a couple of Premier League teams. Now yeah. mascots are everywhere. You know, now you've got like uh, you've got Gunnosaurus, you've got your uh, Harry Hornet for Watford or whatever he's called. You've, you've got, got the boiler, boiler from West Brom. Yeah. Yeah, they've got the, yeah. the everyone loves the boiler. boiler. This was <laughs> 1998. This was when football was at the vetch. It was quite hard and rough, and there were just a bunch of men standing there uh, expecting their team to come out, and they got a man in a giant swan costume. Um, and therefore everyone was a little bit like, oh, okay, well, 
this seems pretty half half assed, half baked. He goes on to have the greatest game <laughs> <laughs> that anyone has ever had as a mascot in his first match against. Uh, I think well, his first match was against Exeter. Not much happens. Uh, it's it's when the groundsman at the time, Eddie Don, takes on the role of. Um, of uh, Cyril the Swan. I assume that his first few performances weren't great and it didn't like, they, they were like, we've got to drop you and get someone else in. Mm. Um, Eddie Don is fucking mad. <laughs> <laughs> Eddie Don puts on the head uh, and uh, at the very start, <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's a cup match against Norwich City. At the very start of this cup match, he barges into uh, Norwich's assistant manager <laughs> during the time. <laughs> <laughs> and then knocks him to the floor. Um, and everyone's a bit like, who is this guy and what's he doing? Uh, pretty quickly, though, um, uh, Swansea equalized. They, they've gone one all down against uh, Norwich, and then Swansea equalized. Uh, when when Swansea equalized, Cyril the Swan, Eddie Don as Cyril the Swan, jumps into the crowd and starts, like, <laughs> crowd surfing as the crowd chant, Hooligan! Hooligan! <laughs> at him. <laughs> And this like freaked out the opposition so much they were like, that swan is coming nowhere fucking near us with the replay. <laughs> <laughs> the second leg, they were like, no, we're banning Cyril the Swan. But Cyril the Swan kept going. He kept going uh during uh the season, getting weirder and weirder. Um he apparently as Eddie, Eddie as Cyril the Swan got more and more obnoxious and weird. They start they had like, you know, at football they have penalty shootouts with the mascot. Mm-hmm. Um and usually the plan is you you let the ball go in because you're playing against a child. Cyril would not do that. <laughs> Cyril, <laughs> Cyril saved every single penalty and then like swore at the kids, thrusting his pelvis at the kids. Oh uh, wow. the <laughs> the crowd boo him and he moons them. I mean it, it's <laughs> With How like does a, a swan moon? Yeah, was it with a uh, swan ass or was it a human ass? Like with great difference, I, I assume a swan ass. I feel <laughs> I like so. I, I feel That'd like crossing a, a line. Leg. Otherwise, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it now, it, like Swansea aren't doing particularly well at this time, and he is the only popular person in Swansea. Uh, like more, far more popular than any of the players. He gets like asked to go to after dinner speeches. He he becomes like a, a local legend. When Cyril comes out, everyone screams and cheers. And there's literally there are there's footage. When uh, Swansea played Millwall, of um, of Cyril the Swan, like coming onto the pitch after they score, and like again, just like like he's he's basically the Bez of Swansea. It seems okay. like he's really like riling people up and getting very excited. Um, but the uh, <laughs> that that match has has a moment, and I don't know if you could do this now. Has a moment where it starts, and the referee, see, and Cyril is like going up and down the down up and down the um the touchline doing yep. his usual like ah honk 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 hooligan 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 the referee says something apparently says to him have i got to put up with this all game and then the <laughs> swan the swan nods and then headbutts him what <laughs> <laughs> and the referee is, is so shocked he's like okay i guess that's fine oh my god <laughs> when um when they the Swansea win, they beat uh, Millwall three nil. When they win, uh, and I think after maybe after the third goal, uh, Cyril the Swan kicks the ball really, really hard at a Millwall player, and it <laughs> it smacks him in the back of the head, and he falls down. Amazing! Cyril is just like a maniac yep. to the extent that um, the the Welsh FA fine him, and um, <laughs> they have to they ban him for a couple of games, uh, and it means they have to. Um, 
they have to call in a uh like watchdog effectively to 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 create new rules that they bring Cyril the Swan and Swansea management in to be like okay mascots are going mad and you're you're being too <laughs> obnoxious and weird help us create some guidelines and some rules so basically it's sort of it 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 um it gets a little bit calmer after that for a few years mm-hmm. but but in 2001 Cyril Cyril's greatest moment happens. It's again against Millwall, and I think at this point Cyril and Millwall have a little bit of tastiness going on. Like mm-hmm. there's a little bit of a a vibe here that they don't like, uh, and it's at the Vetch. And apparently, in the olden days, um, mascots would regularly go to other clubs. Do, do, I, I I don't think this happens anymore, does it? Mm, yeah, I don't think do so. You, I do you ever see? Yeah. I think I think I've seen one game where It'd like be weird, like uh, them traveling on the bus next to like, <laughs> 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 Son or Are something. Are they the bus yeah. driver? Do they have <laughs> yeah. to? Yeah. Yeah, but like, like uh, I, I think I watched a match where I think it was uh, Arsenal versus Bournemouth, uh, and Arsenal weren't very good at the time. And uh, Bournemouth, I think, won the penalty shootout with the other with the mascot. They brought their mascot. Okay, and Bournemouth won the penalty. Shootout. I remember thinking at the time, like, fucking hell, this can't get any worse. <laughs> <laughs> As an Arsenal fan, but <laughs> in the olden days, like I say, it would be quite regular that um, that mascots would come. And by two thousand one. A lot of clubs are getting their own Cyrils, and Millwall have their own mascot now called Zampa, Zampa the Lion. Mm-hmm. And apparently, uh, before they've been sort of trading insults th- throughout this. Um, when it came to half time in this match in 2001 between Zampa and the Lion and Cyril the Swan, they're supposed to have a penalty shootout, and they're waiting at the at the goal. They're waiting for uh, Cyril's Cyril's at the goal, waiting for for um, Zampa to come out. He doesn't come out. They still wait a bit confused suddenly from another entrance like something out of wwe zampa the lion sprints across the (laughs) the stadium and starts trying to pummel (laughs) cyril the swan and they have an out and out like fight on the pitch um (laughs) he just storms into him trying to land blows um so what was interesting is apparently Cyril the Swan knew he had to be on his best behavior because the, the officials have been like, don't you fucking ruin this for us, Cyril the Swan. <laughs> like, we, we know that, that there's going to be trouble against Millwall. Just don't rise to it. Don't rise to it. It all changed when, uh, when Zampa the Lion tries to behead Cyril the Swan. And that is oh something you do not do in mascot uh, like law. It is an offense to one's honor. Um, yeah. yeah. So he tries to he tries to punch his his head off, and at that point, Eddie Don as um, Cyril the Swan uh, decides like enough is enough. This fucking lion's going down. He does like a dodge, a turn. He does a massive uppercut to uh, Zampa the lion's uh, head. It comes clean off. Uh, Zampa the lion falls down. The mascot hides his face in shame and horror. Um, <laughs> Don't look it- at me, <laughs> <laughs> Cyril picks up the head of Zampa the Lion, runs over to the Millwall players and fans, and just boots it at them. And the, the Vetch goes fucking wild. It's like wow. it, it's it's like Fight Club and a man's head has been punched clean <laughs> off. Um, I think at that point <laughs> there's footage of it. It's really it's really incredible. Um like it's it, I, I think after that point they were like, okay, we need to 
kill like not kills they don't kill Sar- cyril cyril's yeah. afterwards he like they it, cyril goes down history cyril does like panto cyril does um wow i think he releases a song does he go uh, he, on a, a home with the braithwaites he goes <laughs> home with the braithwaites yeah. he turns up Dancing in the fifth element ice. yeah um, <laughs> like he's He's in the bill. Um, yeah. <laughs> but they, in the end, they say Cyril has basically been retired now. Apparently, Cyril has a um, a, a girlfriend or wife called Sybil, huh. and he's he's quietened down a bit as well, which is, which is good. It's nice that he's found love. But, you know, there was yeah. a while there where Cyril was the unstoppable <laughs> force. A real wild child. Real wild child. Um, very, what? Wow. That's a, that's I hope a very it was good. also like Fight Club in that. Uh, Zampa didn't actually exist. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> at the at the end, everyone's like, "Why has Cyril been punching himself in the face? What's yeah. going on?" <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, Cyril lived heavily, happily ever after until Jamie Vardy shot him. R.I.P. R.I.P. Cyril. R.I.P. Cyril. But you know Cyril. what, Jack? I think it lived up to the hype. I think it lived up to the hype. It was pretty good. Very good. Very, it's just it's just good. a great story. It I think it has nice. everything. It does. I'd like to watch like a sketch of it. Oh, okay. Not a film, because I have I have a pitch. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'd, I'd like that, but shorter. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to watch an episode of the Bill about it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Him getting arrested. <laughs> yeah, very, very. Have you good. seen that? Um, Mascots Minute Silence Twitter account. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. I, this is this is basically what inspired it because I was like, <laughs> there must be something to do with the mascots when a mascot absolutely <laughs> loses their mind. Have you ever seen the, um, out Christopher Cyril, Guest Cyril film as well? Mascots. Oh yeah, yeah. No, it's it's uh, quite funny. It's quite funny. That's fun. Yeah, yeah, good. Yeah. Okay, so I shouldn't I shouldn't make it into a film. I, no, I, okay. I think you should. <laughs> I think you should. I think you should. Yeah. I can get uh, Ellis James to play Cyril. That'd be good. That would be a good. <laughs> that would be a good casting. <laughs> and Millwall doing it. Danny Baker. <laughs> Danny, Ellis <laughs> <laughs> James pummeling Danny Baker into the floor. There we Horrible. go. Yeah, that's the pitch. <laughs> okay, so it is time for everyone to vote for who they think should be King Story Person, winner of Hearts and Minds. So I'll do a little recap of the stories we kicked off with uh, Tash's stories about South American uh, traditions and superstitions regarding her hero Taylor Swift. Then we had James <laughs> Balgen talking about uh, a Romanian footballer who died but didn't die. Turned up his own wake. Uh, then we had Emmanuel Petit on the bill. And finally, <laughs> we had Cyril, the deranged Swansea <laughs> mascot. Um, <laughs> let's all vote. Let's all vote. Uh, I'm going to ask. Uh, we'll do an order of uh, oh, no. who was on the show. I think. So, mm. King Story Person, who's your vote going to? And you can't... Well, you can't vote for yourself, actually. I'll let people do that. Cause oh, <laughs> adds no, a, I don't like adds that a really all. mean... Kind of, no, you can't Ooh. vote for yourself. You can't vote for um, yourself. I am going to go for... Oh... <laughs> you can't see this, but Jack is crossing his fingers like yeah. I'm about to announce the winner of Big Brother. Yeah. <laughs> I am going to go... I am actually going to go for Jack. Yes. Ah! Which is annoying. <laughs> because I didn't want to. I, this I, is tried, the thing. I did everything uh, in my yeah. power not to want to do that. But I'm fair. You uh, know. It's true. Say what so you want about I... Tash is fair. <laughs> Jack, Bernard doesn't back the, down the... and Tash is fair. Frisco's <laughs> fair. <laughs> 
the meanest <laughs> vote anyone's ever done, by the way, can I just say, where it's yeah. like, I don't, I don't want to vote for <laughs> you. I don't okay? want to give it to you, no but one fine. Want, no one wants to see this guy win. <laughs> they, no. We all want to see nonstop misery for Jack Bernhardt in general. Sure. But, <laughs> I get that. I understand fair that. play, his story was the best, and I am also going to go for his. I, I, I was very impressed by Tash's attention to detail. I, in the story, That's I was very, uh, I was less impressed by James' attention to detail, as admitted himself. But I liked his story. I liked his story. Uh, <laughs> um, but yes, I'm going to go for um, Jack Bernhardt because uh, I just love swans beating the <laughs> shit out of each other. Mascots <laughs> are just funny, aren't they? they are just They're funny. just a winner. They are funny. They are funny. Um, which means James, you could actually just go Jack first. Who's Jack? Who's your vote going to? This will make it a bit more interesting. Um, I mean, I, 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 everyone's done very well. Can I just say all the stories? We're all winners. We're all winners, really. Um, (laughs) I mean, I, I think personally, I, I love Tasha's level of, uh, level of attention to to detail, as you say, and I love the wake. I do love the wake. But you know what? I know. (sighs) You know what? I think I've got to give it to Petit personally because I. I, the the multimedia by which, by which experience. you mean James? <laughs> uh, no, no, I want to give it to Emmanuel Petit. <laughs> okay, <laughs> personally, <laughs> got to give it to well because I I liked the multimedia experience and I liked the fact that it was an Arsenal player. I liked uh, <coughs> the I, I I liked I do also like that's an area of football that I really enjoy the the people doing cameos on shows and the fact that he thought it was going to be friends. Very funny. You know what? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, thank you very much. Uh, sorry, on behalf of Emmanuel. <laughs> this is a real Greece Cyprus Eurovision voting situation yeah. we've got going yeah, on yeah, yeah 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 we've been discussing this we've been texting each other all day yeah. <laughs> you better you better give me 12 yeah. <laughs> um, James deciding vote goes to you right I genuinely enjoyed all the stories mm-hmm. I Tash appreciate appreciate the references the effort mm-hmm. James to okay. echo what Jack said the a mixed media approach. Give it a different dynamic. Yeah. Lovely mm. stuff. Thank you. Thank you. And to me, the brevity, brilliant. Um, <laughs> oh fuck! That's oh, sorry, that me. <laughs> but credit where it's due. It's Bernhardt. Oh, there we go. Uh, uh, let's play. Guys. Let's play the music. I get to leave the sore house. There we go. Not getting murdered today. Our third, uh, <laughs> yeah, well, don't be so sure. Um, <laughs> our third ever King Story person winner of Hearts and Minds. How does it feel, Jack? To wear it that crown? It feels really good. It actually feels very emotional, and I, yeah. I told myself I wasn't going to cry. <laughs> um, but I, I, I really, I really tried this week. You know, I really tried. The other times I wasn't trying so much, uh, and that's why. I didn't <laughs> <win>. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Humble as always uh, in victory. Yeah. <laughs> wow. There we go. Uh, that is it. That is. Uh, thank you all for your stories. That is all for this week's episode. We'll be back in a fortnight. If you can't wait that long, join the Book Club Club on Patreon. Book where members of the club get a brand new exclusive bonus chapter episode every other week where we chat even more about the book. It's £3.50 to join. Please do or just support us for a measly pound coin per month. Uh, head to patreon.com forward slash football book club. In the meantime, do get in touch with us at footy book club on Twitter, Instagram at football book club. Send us your thoughts, your author football upon Ken Zong requests because Zong will be back. Guys, any last words? <laughs> <laughs> it's got to be a Taylor Swift ref song, right? Does any, any, yeah. does anyone yeah. name oh, a song? Yeah. Think of one. Uh, uh, what's the one about um, it ending? What's the one with the goat sound in it? Nice things. Uh, Is that a song? Meh. 
Yeah, this is why we can't have nice yeah, there things. Go. There we go. This is why we can't have nice things. Goodbye, everyone. <laughs> Bye. Thanks for listening to Football Book Club. It featured James Bug, Jack Bernhardt, Natasha Frisco, and James Balgen. It was created and produced by James Bug. The music, Hills Behind, is the work of Silent Partner and is using the Creative Commons 4.0 license. We'll be back to the autobiographies in a fortnight. Until then, bye bye. <laughs>